I'm Dr. Greg Winteregg, CEO of the Private Dentist Alliance. I want to talk to all of you students out there today who are wondering what your future is going to be like as a career in dentistry, as an assistant, as a hygienist, as a dentist, where is this profession going with the rapid increase of the DSO movement? I'm here to tell you the PDA is going to help you and I want you to become a member today. It is free. Now, why should you become a member? You're gonna get weekly video updates from me and you're gonna get regular updates of our newsletters from the Alliance on exactly what is happening and how we are going to help preserve and protect the private practice of dentistry. Now to me, the most important advantage is you are going to get access to our job board. What is that? Our private practicing members all have access to our PDA job board, which means if they have an opening in their private practice of assistant, hygienist, doctor, front office staff, they're going to be able to post it. And you're gonna be able to check up regularly. And as our membership grows, we're gonna be covering larger and larger territories across the United States. If you are looking for a job in any position in the office of a private practice, you need to become a student member today. It is free. Go to www.privatedental.org and become a student member today. You're gonna to love your benefits. Do it now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Student Vibes podcast. I'm Seth Kalish. This is Matt Havis. Today, we are talking about how to lead your team the right way, how to give feedback. So, I have an article, an article from a recent issue of Dental Economics, July 2020, and it's called Crafting a Positive culture for your practice shout out dr salerno he's the editor-in-chief of uh dental economics we had him on here listen to that interview check out his interview that, that was, was a good a, interview. That was, it was a thorough interview he provided a lot of good information right so dr salerno he he really told us a lot of things about uh how to run your practice and how to manage team culture he gave some really good uh little tidbits about how to improve staff morale and all that sort of thing. So I've got this article here. It's written by Stacy L. Givadin, and it's called The Dynamics of Praising Your Staff. As dentists, we tend to think we should take care of patients first, but is that really the case? So a lot of people say your main focus should be improving the culture of your practice and just have a general positive vibe like a dental student vibe is a positive vibe. Um, and so that will translate directly. Your patients will see that and they'll be, they'll be, uh, experience, they'll experience the same feelings of positivity, of welcomeness, of happiness, and just the general positive culture in the, uh, in the practice. Right. So, I mean, and this goes for literally any team. This isn't just about a dental practice. This is, could be a sports team, could be uh, a leadership team. I know a lot of the dental students, uh, pre-dental students are all in leadership positions, right? In clubs, organizations, all the dentists are too. Uh, there's a lot of people that have just joined AGD since everybody just graduated from school. So this, this is just the case in any sort of uh, team, right? 
So let's, uh, let's go through this real quick. So the first thing uh, that they talk about here is how to give feedback. So number one, Stacy says, uh, feedback should be direct and cut and dry. So obviously you wanna be direct and be precise with uh, your, your staff, your team members, and don't give like a wishy-washy answer. You don't want to confuse anyone. That's the big thing. Like if you could be so direct to where they have a clear and concise, you know, directive of what they need to do, they're not going to get confused of, should I do this, do it this way? Should I do it that way? Then that leads to less questions to the dentist, you know, ultimately where we want to be. And we could be more productive by not having to help them get their job done. And then they'll have their clear directive of where they need to go and they have their direction. So Matt, what's, what's a example of somebody either giving you or you giving a non cut and dry uh, feedback. Oh, easy. In clinic, um, we have to work on Axiom and it's a pretty difficult computer system to, to navigate and everything. And like software, it wasn't really built for like usability. So I, I try to, you know, I, I think it was, uh, I was booking a patient for like an, another visit, but we didn't complete every code. So we had to mark the codes as, you know, in progress and then plan it for a later appointment rather than just completing it. And I know how to do this. So then they gave me the direction of this is what you have to do, but they didn't tell me how to do it. And that was my question. And then I'm just sitting at my computer, like trying to figure it out. I'm Googling it and everything and it's not working. And I have the patient in the chair. So it took about 25 minutes just to do something where if they gave me the clear directive of what I asked them, you know, we could have had the patient out in two minutes, you know, between right, like doing it, swiping it, and then dismissing the patient. Instead, it was like 25 minutes. The patient's getting frustrated. I'm frustrated because the hardest part about dentistry is the computer system. And then the preceptor's frustrated because then they had to come in and then do the whole thing over again with me, you know, rather than if they just answered the question that I asked, rather than what they thought I should do or thought I should know, you know, the process could have been easier. Right. I mean, honestly, that's got to be one of the most difficult things that we experience in dental school is just dealing with the, uh, with the software. Oh, definitely. It's, it's, <laughs> it's harder. It's it takes more time than the actual clinical procedures. Definitely. Um, so another factor here is one-on-one -on -one is best. That's what she wrote as well when giving feedback. So I love the phrase praise in public and then discipline in private. Right. So yeah. when you're giving feedback, obviously there's going to be good and bad. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always good to like bring up, put people in a positive light in front of, in public, in front of others. Definitely. And then there's no reason to embarrass anybody. Mm -hmm. And it's not really, uh, I don't know. Is there an instance where it would be beneficial to reprimand, not, not even reprimand, just like uh, tell somebody how to do something better in front of a large group of people. I, I don't really think so. I, I think it, it depends on the personality of the person. If the person's really thick skinned and isn't going to get insulted by it. But but how would you really know? I don't know if you can really, really maybe know. Maybe that's sometimes. just taking time to learn your team and everything and seeing their, you know, character traits or their, their personal qualities and stuff and like how they are. Like if, if they don't react to much in life and like they're, I wouldn't say that they're cold, but they're very, you know, like callous to things where they're not going to get like sensitive towards something maybe you could and then use that as a learning example if they're okay with that or maybe just flat out ask them be like hey listen you made this mistake and you're doing this in private but like you made this mistake and you know i i don't want anyone else making that same mistake so can i use it as an example you know 
to the rest of the team. And if they are okay with them, they agree, then do that. But don't, you know, call them like an idiot or something in the middle of it, you know, like right. do it in a positive way. So it's constructive where they can, everyone learns. And then by doing that, the person who actually made the mistake will learn from it, especially because it was brought up in a group and then, you know, they can fix it and it won't happen again to them at least. All right. So maybe, I mean, that you know. transitions us. Good transition there, Matthew, uh, to number two, feedback is not productive. If it's given in a bad way, that makes you feel crappy. So things like aggressive or passive comments or passive aggressive comments. Mm -hmm. um, obviously that's not going to be beneficial to getting your point across mm -hmm. and it's just going to piss the person off, you know? Yeah. Definitely. So it's, it's not going to really help anything, but what, what would you say? Obviously you got to kind of remove your emotion. Okay. So when I was a dental assistant, uh, when I was first like learning how to assist and everything, I was just thrown into the, uh, into the operatory and started assisting and I had no idea what I was doing and I messed up so many times and the doctor I was working with was so patient with me and I could tell sometimes she got a little pissed, but she was like stern, but she was at the same time, she was very calm, you know, and she never said anything, uh, <laughs> passive or aggressive or anything. And like, mm -hmm. you know, I, a couple of times, like I slipped and it caused like a little bit of bleeding or something like that with the suction or mm -hmm. something, you know? So, but at least she was like constructive about it, like made you feel right. at ease during the procedure. Right, right. So you're less stressed and then you're going to do better work. Right. That. And that, that again, that brings up another great point. Feel at ease during the procedure. So you don't want to, you know, reprimand your, your team members in front of your staff or like, Definitely. or say something yeah. negative. I mean, I'm sorry, in front of your patients. Yeah. You don't want to say anything negative in front of your patients about your staff. That's just, that's just bad juju right there. Yeah. So that's how you lose patience by doing that. You know, they see like there's no camaraderie, there's no teamwork at the office. Right. You know, it's like a family type thing. You know, they're not gonna feel welcome. Right. It's positivity. You know. So, right. So the uh, the last thing that we can talk about is number three: random thank yous, acts of kindness, and words of affirmation all make team members feel appreciated, wanted, and important. At the bottom of their lists was random financial incentives. So I keep seeing that over and over. The more research that I do about team culture and leadership and all that, um, not, I'm not even referring to the uh, positive words of affirmation. I'm saying financial uh, incentives. Like most effective team gets a good gift card or something at the end of the Right, that's, that's, financial incentives are, are always at the bottom. Yeah. Over and over and over mm -hmm. because like at the end of the day, you know, you spend whatever, eight hours a day, every day, mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, th that's going to be a lot more, uh, have a, a lot more effect on you. Yeah. Just being in that positive team culture than, mm -hmm. you know, $5 gift card or whatever, $10 gift card. And that sounds so big in terms of like, you want somebody to be on your team and want to be there and do those things out of the goodness for the patient, for themselves, for you, where it's within them to do the right thing and like the best thing for, for the, the team and the group versus just like, okay, if I do it and I do it well, I'll, I'm going to get something out of it. Like I will get something out of it, not the team will. So there's not growth, you know, towards a common goal, right. you know? I feel like that's, you know, and obviously everyone likes a little something or if you add some competition, things get more interesting. People might be competitive. But, you know, I feel like you have to – it has to be within you to want to do it before you can just, you know, start throwing out gift cards and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, when I, was a, when I was an assistant, we would go around, all the assistants, all the front, front desk, and the doctor would – it was a team huddle. Mm -hmm. we, we wouldn't do it too often, but when we did, she made it a point to start out with going around 
and thanking everybody for something specific that they had done. Really? Like, I, I don't know how she remembered it, but she, it was like something specific to it. It wasn't just like, thank you for being a good assistant. She's like, thank you for doing this at this time. And then the patient ended up being very happy. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so that was good. But um, what, what's the guy's name? Robert Pick? On, uh, he's a member of our group. I think so. I think so, yeah. He, uh, the purple cow wow guy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. Love him. Love him. Shout out Robert Pick. Uh, so he, I, I remember he, he posted a video where he would go around with his team. I don't know if they were at, it looked like a hotel or something. And they're all sitting in, a, in the ballroom or something at a hotel. They had a meeting. They had all these papers. And it was like a big meeting. And they would go around and everybody would say like, thank you. And who their favorite team member was of the month. Like they oh, wow. met, that was like structured into their, uh, everybody would say some other person wow. and it was structured into their, uh, team meetings. So, you know, that's, that's potentially a positive thing that, to implement in our practices yeah. in the future. Yeah, that's very nice. Another thing is, um, to really help build camaraderie between the team and, you know, promote good team culture was I picked this up from, uh, my dentist as like, he's my dentist as a kid and he still is till this day because you're a patient for life if you're his pedo patient. Anyway, so he, he, um, every year would fly his team out to some sort of CE course and they would take the whole thing together. And after they would, they would attend like the, the two day course and then they would have two to three days of play afterwards in whatever city they were sightsee, do whatever, you know? And that was the, the, uh, team building and the camaraderie that they would have afterwards. And, you know, it's like you, he said, we worked together and then we played together. And that was his big thing. And he said that he, he has a great team culture in his office. You can really feel it and everything, especially because it's pedo. So you really have to have the, the patience to deal with those patients and, and, you know, work through it all together, make it a quick and efficient. And his office is run like a well-oiled machine and he has great um, employee. Attention. The patience for the patients. There you go. You got to have the patience for the patients. Right. I think that's going to be the name of this episode. So, so what were the, um, what were the, the fun things that he would do? Work hard, play hard. What were the play hard uh, so activities? Work hard was the CE course that they would attend together. And whatever the topic was, they would once a year, and then they would go for anywhere from uh, like four or five days, and then they would do that. So they would all get their own hotel rooms, and he would pay for all of it. So each person got their own. And then that way they can have their own time to themselves if they want to call their you know husbands, wives, whatever. And then um, so they got their own independence and privacy like that. But then during the day, it depends. Like they did Washington D.C., so they toured. You know, they went to that huge mall that they have, went to Lincoln Memorial, they went to the Washington Monument and everything. So they did all those fun things together and they experienced it. Like one of them had like never went to a Washington D.C., so they were able to see it for the first time, and then they got to experience that with their team. You know, so it was pretty impactful to do that sort of stuff. Granted, I, I mean, I don't have a dental office, so I can't say that um, it works for my office, but I will definitely try that in my office someday. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So shout out to Stacy L. Givadin, The Dynamics of Praising Your Staff is a great article, and I'll end it with a quote from her. Like it or not, we are leaders. We absolutely must invest in the interactions we have with our staff. So great article. Check it out. Uh, as always, guys, thank you for listening. Dental Student Vibes, at dental.student.vibes on Instagram. Matt, any last words? Um, just leave us a like, comment, review. You know, we, we love to hear your feedback. Let's make this the best podcast we can. And let's get the content that you guys want to hear out. So give us some feedback and stay safe and vibe on. Vibe on. <laughs>